What's up, all my beautiful people? Welcome back. We are back from our however the fuck long we've been away for a couple weeks. We've been MIA, but we have returned. Like we promised you guys the last episode, it was going to be a whole different platform. I am blessed that one, I am alive in 2021 after all the crazy shit of 2020. Okay, I put an extra 20 in there, but <laughs> we, well, that's, that's a great intro here. Uh, but we are here, um, as, as I promised you guys, we're going to be recording in person. So I do have with me my two fellow co-hosts, Mr. Jesus, my cousin, and the black man, Mr. Ian. We are here, and uh, so like we have mentioned to you guys in the past, <clears throat> we are going to be uploading two episodes this time per month. One every other two weeks. So please stay tuned for that. Today, we got a treat for you guys. This will be a two-parter. So episodes one and two will be pretty much the same thing. We'll be talking about today's topic, which is relationships, specifically romantic relationships. Um, we do have a treat for the second part, which is will be our second episode. Please stay tuned for that. Before we get right into it, I do want to first introduce my fellow co-hosts. I want to, well, before all that, I also want to welcome all our fellow uh, listeners back. Thank you, guys. Hope you guys are staying safe and hope you guys are enjoying our stuff. And to any of our new listeners, I want to welcome you guys and thank you as well. So let's first start with the man on my right, Miss My Cousin, Mr. Jesus, Miss the big jolly. Wait, wait. Miss My Cousin? Am I a girl now? <laughs> I said Mr. Go. <laughs> well, as he said, it's good to be back. We've been gone for I want to say you know what I don't even remember like how long weeks. it's been. Yeah, three. I feel like it's been four, but maybe that's just the holiday season getting to. He's so angry. It's been four. <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of emotion. That, that, yeah, oh, it's a lot of emotion that just came out at once. You know. Yeah. Other than that, I'm doing good here in person with these two. Hopefully, these two can help me out here as far as energy is going. You know. And, yeah, how are you doing, Ian? I am good. I don't even know. It's been a while since we've talked to you guys. Like, I mean, it seems like it's been a whole year since the last time we talked to you. That's literally how long ago it's been. So, I don't know. I mean, new platform, new stuff. I mean, new year, obviously. So, I guess it's all fitting if you ask me. Yep, great stuff. So, as uh, Jesus brought up, we... I want to go through real quick so some of our goals for this uh this new year as for this podcast. I know we talked about our goals uh back in our New Year's Eve, the last episode we recorded. Fuck that. I mean, you guys can still go back and listen to it. Show us some love. You don't have to listen to it, though. Just show us love because we need money and we're attention whores, you know. <laughs> uh, but come back and listen to this one and actually take this serious, our goals. Um, so as Jesus said, one of our biggest goals that he wants to work on on a personal level and also as a professional level in regards to the podcast is helping him out with energy. So we have some few surprises for Mr. Jesus. We are uh, to, to really get his energy going. Really, Am I getting a stripper? Like, What's going on? Jesus, this is a fucking family-friendly show, God damn it. <laughs> I, I honestly, we keep it PG, damn it. I what honestly thought that the solution was going to be like nailing with a water balloon or something. Oh, hey, I got a water bottle right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you're going to be thirsty. What good is that? No, please don't. Please don't. No. 
But that is one of our biggest goals. Uh, as we have mentioned to you guys before, we also are planning to start a YouTube channel and eventually move this podcast to a second YouTube channel. Hopefully by the end of this year, <laughs> by 2022, we should be on YouTube. Um, but for this year, guys, we really have a lot of hope that we can make this a bigger community, more interaction with our listeners, better content and <laughs> better signal because we had that issue back uh, back uh, when we started. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy this platform and the topics. And let's get right into the first question. Actually, someone say something while I pull up the question. You know, uh, it really has been a whole All right, year. question number one. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. All right. <clears throat> so, guys, just to give you guys a little bit of... So, we created a whole list of questions in regards to the topic of romantic relationships. Our opinion... Ooh, spicy. What? Right. Just stop. Yeah. Our, our opinions <laughs> and our experiences... Also going a little bit broader because we did technically do this uh, before on uh, a, a different episode. Check that out. Let's show us some love. Give us some money. Um, <clears throat> uh, talking more about being visually impaired and being in a romantic relationship. But this is going to be more on a more broader scale. So this is, you know, not just in regards to our visual impairments, just us as human beings, straight American men. Damn it. Basically straight out the tap. People. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So these are. Uh, yeah, for the next hour, this first episode will be answering, uh, the three of us answering the questions. It's going to go me, then Jesus, then Ian. This is literally how we're sitting around the table. And uh, yeah, yes. let's start with the first question, which is, is it worth staying in a toxic relationship? Oh, I guess I start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was looking at you yet. <laughs> what, you think I'm toxic? I'm not Britney Spears. Oh, uh, he's talking about the song, Britney. Leave Britney alone, damn it. <laughs> um, is it worth staying in a toxic relationship? Short answer, it depends. <laughs> long answer, well, a long answer is a long story. Um... To share a little bit about my experiences with toxic relationships, of course, it also depends on how you define toxic relationship, whether it's verbal, psychological, physical, right? Uh, unfortunately, I have been in all three of those in my past, especially in my younger years. I have grown out, out of them or matured, learned all that good stuff. Is it worth staying in a toxic relationship, though? In all honesty, I would say no. I would say if if you're gonna go back with the person, take some time off and actually work on each other. Take that time off, think things through, try to fix whatever's going on within you. And also, also if it's a mutual toxic relationship, you also have to see the other person. Like, are the is the other person? You know, are they changing? You know, and I'm not because I I was one of those assholes. Like, I would cheat on a girl, lie on a girl, well, lie to a girl, also lie on top of a girl. And, you know, oh, no. and, um, <clears throat> shut up, dude. I'm we're trying really, to be serious about we're this. We're really earning our attention for time. Uh, hey, hey, Ian, leave Ian alone. No, but, um, what did I do? Um, it, I would always, I will always use that fucking excuse to, to women, like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'll change. Things will be different. Right. And so many other times, women, men, whatever you're into, your partner will, at the beginning, at least, they will take you back sometimes repeatedly, right? They'll put up with that shit. 
And you can put the responsibility on that person, too, that, you know, they're not putting their foot down. But, I mean, I, I would say there's a little bit of responsibility on that person's end, but also a lot of more responsibility on the person that's doing the cheating, the lying, you know. Um, so it is kind of like both sides need to work on each other. And also, pretty much you got to transform what you had before, and it has to evolve as you're evolving. Because if you're changing, you're becoming a better person, then show, so should your chemistry, so should your communication, your trust, your relationship. You know, so that's uh, answering my question. Let me pass it on to Jesus. Jesus, do you believe that you should stay in a toxic relationship? Well, for me, since I've only been in one toxic relationship before. I said I was sorry. I, <laughs> you know, are let's, pretty We'll talk toxic. about this later. We'll talk about this later. <clears throat> um, in the long run, no. For me, it just wore me out every single time that I would be around this person. Right. And they would have, uh, you know, this, this constant just energy about them where it's just like oh you know they're only here because you know they need something from me or you know uh they're only here because they see you as like entertainment and stuff like that you know because they're bored you know mm-hmm. and it's like you expand so much energy just trying to be the thing that you know you think that they want you to be right and it's just like it's not worth it at the end of the day i myself like started noticing some toxic behaviors that i was doing and it was like, at that point, I knew it was like, you know, I think it's time to just cut things off. You know, I didn't do it right away, which was my biggest mistake. You know, I it took some time. You know, I, I was kind of afraid to do it, you know, because I, I still, you know, cared about this person a lot like that. But eventually I, I talked to my I had like a whole like monologue. I talked to a few friends who knew about the situation and all of them, you know, motivated me to cut this person out of my life, you know, you don't need someone, you know, my mom always told me, you know, you shouldn't need someone in your life, you should just want them in your life, and I just went through with it, and ever since then, I've been really, really happy, you know, and you, Ian? <laughs> when he said my mama told me the Lady Gaga song came up to my mind. Is it weird? I was thinking about Lady GA at the same time too. Gaga? Oh, yeah, mama. I was thinking the same my thing. My mama told me. <laughs> but uh I'm with I'm with both of you. I'm definitely with both of you. You know, the answer is definitely just, you know, if it's a toxic, you know, relationship, the immediate notion is to say no. The uh expanded answer on that is what you said, Ricardo, where it depends on if the parties inside this relationship are willing to make changes in order to make this thing work. And even with what Jesus just said, like, I think sometimes we think it's our partner that's always being, you know, they're just so toxic. They're so toxic. And it does take a uh, it takes a big man or a big woman to swallow their own pride and actually look into themselves and realize that I myself have toxic behaviors in the process at the same time. Like, uh you know, and, you know, toxicity, it goes not just, you know, the usual verbal, you know, mental and physical. Sometimes it even range just from uh, even in the realm of, I guess, like education, too, where some uh, partners feel that one is more successful than the other. And then they feel like, oh, I'm less of a man or less than a woman because he's making like six figures in a job. And then I'm just, you know, scraping by. They're always making the decisions for me. It's like a whole network of what toxicity can honestly be. And I feel that exploring all these factors is going to be what determines whether or not this relationship can stay afloat or it needs to be uh, honestly cut. 
But uh, from my answer, definitely it's, uh, you know, the I want to say at the immediate sign, the immediate sign, it starts, you know, popping up that this is just toxic. Then you probably should at least step back and then start really thinking, is this what I want for my relationship? Is this what I want with my boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whoever they might be to you? And then once you resolve that, then you can make the decision whether to walk away or not. Because either way it goes, it is going to be a bitter pill to swallow. Don't use my government name, Ricardo. You know, we work really hard to <laughs> you, Big J or Big I, whatever the hell. And, and, and oh, Ricky. I'm sorry. Because you tripped up my name like a few moments ago before we started this What did thing. I call you? <laughs> you stumbled over my name. All right, we're going to move on for that. Um, so the next question which really is going to just expand on the previous question. How do you define a uh, toxic relationship? Oh, me starting first. Um, I think it depends on the person. Uh, depends on the person of, you know, there's people who enjoy, oh, well, you know, they're 24-7, they're texting me. 24-7, they want to hang out with me. And people, some people are okay with that. Some people can consider that, you know, the beginning of, of a toxic, toxic, a toxic relationship because, oh, well, they're clingy. Oh, you know, they, they, they constantly want my attention. They don't want me doing anything, you know, so I think it depends on the person. Something also that I wanted to add it on to uh, well, well, both questions is also how similar to negativity, which I mean, it technically falls under mm-hmm. being toxic can also be contagious. Like, if you're oh, yeah. in a relationship with a toxic person, even if you're the most bubbliest of people, if you let that get to you, and it will literally start transforming you. And you might not even see it until later on that you're out of the relationship or someone you really care about that opens up your eyes and they, they tell you, like, hey, you're not the same person. You know, and obviously you have two different, you know, you have your people who hear that and they'll get defensive, but then there's those people who kind of have a... Who really come to the to uh, the realization like, oh, yeah, I have been changing. I'm not the same person, you know, and then that's when they uh, they get out of the relationship. And again, I've been on both sides, whether it's me being the toxic person or me being the one in a toxic relationship. And on both sides, it's hard to honestly notice that like it does take a while because sometimes it's straight up from the beginning. I, I had a relationship once that. Since the minute that we we uh I asked her out, it was nothing but toxicness, like uh throughout the entire relationship, you know. And sometimes too, me being on the other side of being that toxic person, I wouldn't notice like, huh, I what I'm doing, what I'm saying, how I'm being with this person, it's starting to affect her personality. It's starting to affect you know her. She's being more you know angry she's being more you know she's she seems more out of energy she's more quiet she's more just you know depressed or sad you know so i mean psa just guys you know be careful when you do enter uh i mean any type of relationship but since we're talking about the topic about romantic relationships be careful those are red flags one of the relationship but most importantly just yourself and because that's where you slowly start slipping and you slowly start you know the uh who you are starts slipping away and you do end up becoming something that you're completely not recognized when you look at yourself, you know, your reflection. So that's my opinion. Jesus, how do you define a toxic relationship? I think it's, it's, it's everything that uh, both of you highlighted in the previous questions with physical, mental, you know, verbal abuse. You know, sometimes it's the person being passive aggressive. I know with me, it was, uh, 
it was like little things like at first it was just little hints of just gaslighting right but then it became like much bigger things where it's like oh this person would tell me like oh this situation didn't happen like this it happened like this you're just wrong about it you know and like that that part is like is it's what stuck out to me the most you know um i remember i believe it was you richie that told me it probably uh, was in a different conversation saying that the truth hurts but lies actually harm people oh yeah that sounds like oh my god and yeah you know it's just i believe that all those things you know come together and they cook up quite a storm and like it's just a toxic storm at that you know? <clears throat> Uh, Ian, what about you? I think my personal take on uh, what how I personally define toxic relationship is if I can just narrow it down to just the one definitely for me that I don't like is when you're in a relationship and, you know, you and or your partner are not changing. And, and it's not even just a matter of changing like, you know, uh, I guess routines or different type of stuff. It's just even just the whole idea of wanting to change. Because the fact of the matter is, when you enter into a uh, relationship with people, in some extent, it's actually a form of covenant. And when you enter into that, and when you enter into that, I mean, you should already, like you know, already know that this is going to change you. You're not supposed to be getting into relationships just thinking I can be the exact same person, you know, just all the way straight through with my romantic partner. It's like, no, that kind of love is family love. That's the love that you get from mom. That's the love that you get from dad, just your immediate family, where it's just no matter how much happens to you, they will love you. You know, they don't, you know, they'll still love you. They don't want you to change. Like, you know, they don't even need you to change. They just, um, what they want is just, you know, that's what the love that some people want in a relationship where it's just, I'll just have to be myself and be me all the time. I don't have to grow. I don't have to change. And I find that toxic because it's like, if I'm going into a new season in my life, if I'm moving into a different direction in my life, then why exactly do, uh, why exactly do you need to hold me to old standards when we're supposed to be making progress? We're supposed to be making changes. We're supposed to be moving forward together. It's not going to happen if we're just doing the same old thing over and over again and then expecting new results. That is literally the definition of, uh, you know, insanity. So I, that's the way I see uh, like a toxic relationship. It's like I have to change. You have to change. And we have to be open to like change. If that's not happening, why are we doing this in the first place? <clears throat> so funny that Ian, what you just have finished talking about. So the next qu leads right into the next question, which, by the way, is whoever wrote this question, you messed up the uh, spelling. Um, would you give a cheater a second chance? So uh, mine's. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just be transparent. There is a lot of more maturity for me to, to improve on because. I can tell you, yes, you, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. However, I can say that and not be in that relationship. You know, I'm not in that uh, situation. Yeah, situation, you know, um, but being in that situation, especially right after you just got cheated on. I mean, it's hard to say, oh, yeah, you know, everyone deserves a chance. I think it depends on the person. It depends on m many factors, right? 
It depends on the relationship, how it was. It depends on, you know, not that there's any justification for cheating, but, you know, how can we how can we fix it if they're fixing, you know, and I mean, at the end of the day. And see, I've heard a lot of people kind of use that like, oh, well, you know, they were a good boyfriend. They just cheated once or they were a good girlfriend. They cheated once. Give them another chance. And it's like the end of the day, it's not up to the cheater to 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 be like, I do deserve a second chance because you fucked up, homie. It's up to the person that got cheated on, you know, um, it, it's like you go and you bust into someone's house and you you rob their shit, you know, because you're robbing their trust. You're breaking into their 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 windows. <laughs> OK, it's a weird analogy. So but go along with very it. Weird. That's weird. Yeah, very weird. You know, and it's like the the person who breaks into the person's uh, to the other person's house. What are they going to get upset? Oh, come on. Why can't you forgive me? You know, they're bitching and moaning at court. Why can't this person forgive me? I deserve it. You know, I I, uh, I sell, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, cookies, whatever. You know, I, I deserve a second chance. Like, again, it depends on the person, not the cheater, but the cheated. You know, so Jesus, do you believe that a cheater deserves a second chance? I personally have not come across uh, a situation where, like, I, I have been cheated on, right? But it's only once. And that person did not want... They, they seem to not want the second chance, right? Because I, I, I firmly believe where it's like, yeah, you know, you can want to give them... Like, it's 50-50, right? It's like, as you said, do I believe that they deserve a second chance, right? Does the cheater want the second chance? It's the second part of that question that I think is important to ask. And... So far, you know, from my perspective, I haven't had anyone who would want a second chance yet. So I think no right now. But who's to say that my opinion uh, will change in the future or won't change? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Ian, what do you think? My motto, well, at least not my motto, but the term I'm always hearing. I don't know my title. <laughs> no, no, not, not that motto. I, not love, now. I love that movie. Oh yeah, that, that that's a really awesome movie. Oh, I, love the, I love the Hakuna Matata movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. But uh, my thing is the statement that most people do make. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh yeah. You know, I've I've always been that one that is not always convinced about it, and this isn't coming from someone that uh you know cheated. I mean, I, my relationship's a little... The past relationship I had was a little, you know, iffy at best. But, you know, to my not to my best knowledge, I can't honestly say, you know, there was, like, you know, cheating involved, for the most part. Um, but my thing is this. Once a cheater, always a cheater is a very blanket statement because I, befri- I befriended people, both men and women, who have been cheaters before... They have, you know, run game on, you know, their respective uh, gender interests and they've, you know, gotten what they want out of them. They've broken their hearts. They've caused damage. But at the same time, that wasn't the period. That was just um, the comma. Because then, you know, they some of them did realize what it was that they'd done wrong. Some of them realized the damage that they've uh, they caused. And they honestly, they honestly began to, you know, I guess, reevaluate their thinking on what it means to be 
in a relationship, what it means to be committed. And it's been taking some grind work for them to honestly, uh, I guess, work trust back into both themselves and into other people. But they've managed to get there. And so I am definitely one. I will say that, I mean, second chances is up to the person that definitely got cheated on because I'm not about to belittle the situation you went through. But I'm also not going to be that one that just labels it out and says, you know, when you cheat once, you're going to be that way for the rest of your life. I've One thing that my model, this is what I was getting to. My model is labels were meant for objects, not people. Because objects have to be definite. They have to be absolute. But people, we can change. Our very growth and development as a race is centered around the principle and premise of change. So I say is if the cheater wants to uh you know change and he act, and he or she actually shows it to you then you can be the uh you know you can be the judge of that if the damage that they've done is way too extensive for you to forgive them they can't judge you either because i there's some things that are you know irredeemable to a sense there are some things that just cannot be forgiven some lines are not supposed to be crossed and if they are is i i can't promise that it's going to be an immediate turnaround so I respect anybody whose decision is, well, the damage is too great. I'd rather just like leave them alone for good. I completely understand that. But it's totally up to you. Really? <laughs> Thank you. That's our, that's our studio audience. What are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> yeah, studio audience okay. from an app. <laughs> First of all, it's okay. Um, all right, so the next question, leading right into uh, kind of going out by what we were talking about. If you are the cheater, do you believe that you would deserve a second chance? That grammar was atrocious. Yeah, I wonder who wrote those questions. All right, so. Uh, again, I don't think it's really up to the person, the cheater. Why are you looking at me like that, Jesus? <laughs> what, you trying to, what you trying to insinuate? <laughs> I mean, to me, I mean, again, being transparent, I've, uh, most of the time I've been the cheater uh, back in my years. It's actually insinuate. Yeah, he's a, yeah, insinuate. See? All right, Otto Korag. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I, I, again, I don't think it's up to the person who does the cheating. I think it's a re- completely up to the person who gets cheated on, you know? Because you can make your case, oh, well, you know, I've been a good boyfriend. I slipped up. Or they slept me a, a pill or something, or you know, I I was drunk, or you know, I thought she was a dude, or some crazy fucking you know thing. But it's what? like at, at the end of the day, it's like you broke that person's trust, you betrayed them, and you could put this whole all oh, well, you know, I my record is clean, but it, it's kind of like a killer, you know, somebody who you know they for the, their entire life they were great, they were honor students, they you know they they help old ladies cross the street, all that good shit. But then you go and you murder somebody. Like, it doesn't fucking matter if you did, you know, a good deed for 364 days. The one fucked up thing you do that one day, it doesn't define who you are. But it's like, you can't just completely erase also that damage that you do with that one action. You know, so to me, it's, again, I don't think it's a, there's, it's a solid answer of yes or no i think it is depending on the person depending on how the both people in the relationship work things out and communicate things you know but like if it's not then it's like not you know 
Jesus, do you believe if your ass is cheating on somebody's ass, do you believe you deserve your cheating ass deserves a second chance? Oh my God. <laughs> I want to add on to what you said, of but you it's do. gonna be really short. Um, add on to what I to to what you said. Uh, it's like you have all that, right? <clears throat> like it depends, you know what what they've done, you know how it went down, why it went down, you know. I would also add to that how many times it happens. Uh, that's true. Because it's like, you could have one-timers, right? But it's like, what happens when you have a two-timer, three-timer, four-timer? And it's just like, can you give someone chances? Like, is there a certain point where you stop giving someone chances, right? And I think in my case, this person who like uh, was very honest with me, and they did admit to like multiple times of like cheating and stuff like that. So that, was any, anything more than anything else was the fact that I just broke it off. Because I knew, like, if this continues, you know, I'm going to get hurt. You know, this person's going to continue it because obviously they don't want to stop. And so, yeah. What about you, Ian? Right, before he goes, oh. I like interrupting Ian either way. But I wanted to add on to something that you, you mentioned at the beginning is uh, how many times, you know, because... Again, when you're the cheater, you'll pull the the whole. <laughs> they should literally make a, a what do you call them? Um, like a Walmart cards that say, "Hey, I'm sorry I cheated on you, but I swear, I swear on everything. It is the last time and the only time. I only did it once. She didn't mean anything." And and literally, you can that the the, the person you cheated on will have a whole collection because most of the time when people do that. They go and they do it not only with the other people, but that same person. And that's that's the that's the trouble. I've been there again. I've been there where you're fucking around. You're, 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 <laughs> it was only a matter of time. The question was just when. You're messing around with the with the second person. And it's like obviously there's something that is going that you know maybe you're looking for that you can't find in that other person. And then either you end up getting attached or the other person gets attached and it's three people now getting hurt. You know, um, so yeah, it's a very dangerous. But now tossing it back to to you. Oh, wait, before oh, you do tossing it to Jesus. All right, high five. We're interrupting you. Yeah. All right. Ooh. No, 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 no. But seriously, if those gift cards exist, all of all it would take is one Google search to see if those gift cards exist. <laughs> You're too much. Stop. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, Ian. Sorry. You know why? <laughs> First off, screw you guys. All right, that's why. He's going home. <laughs> and two, adding on to what you guys said about the whole how many times are we talking about? Because one thing that does kind of, you know, make it worse for those who are, uh, I guess, cheaters in a position of looking for another chance I know one of the problems is they will be saying, you know, it was just one time, first time. But it's like your definition of a first time was, you know what, like 15 other times ago. Why do you keep saying this is just the one time? This is the first time. And yet we've been we've been at we had this dance already multiple times. And yet you keep saying this is just the only one time that will be uh, that's not helping your case. And then it also doesn't help your case exactly who do you go to because again like i said earlier sometimes there's damage that's just ear like you know irreversible and for some people just unforgivable where it's like you go to a brother you go to like their friend like their closest friend like you know you go to these uh relationships that i guess your partner has 
that's like, you know, this is a no-go zone for you. Rather than cheat on me with somebody that's a complete stranger, you go in the inside where you know it's going to hurt me. It's not just going to be the fact that you cheated on me. You cheated on me with someone else that I really hold dear. So now it's like, you know, I'm getting a double whammy, pun not intended. I'm getting, you know, I'm taking it from both sides. Both your... I'm sorry. I'm trying to be very mature about it, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting, you know, like I got to deal with this on two levels instead of just the one. And that's only going to be causing me double uh, the amount of pain. But to answer the question again, like if I was the one that was a cheater and I was, uh, you know, one like, you know, I guess wanting to know if I should get a second chance. My thing, like you said, it would be the final word will have to come from a person that you know, I caused the damage to. And then what was the extent of my damage? Because if it was too great, I can't be upset. I lost the right to, you know, be upset that you don't pick me up because I stepped out of a commitment. It's like, that was my choice. That was of my own merit. That was my decision. So I can't be feeling indifferent when you say, no, you don't (laughs) No, Ian does not deserve another chance. I mean, as a man, maybe my pride would get hurt. Like, you know, oh, I mean, you women are just the same, all this and that. But in truth, it's, it's, I, I can't be upset because I was the one that stepped out, not my partner. Mm-hmm. So depending on all of that, like all those factors, she would like, you know, she would have the ultimate say so on whether or not I get to, uh, you know, go again or not. And whatever the decision is, I must be satisfied because this was a fault on me. <laughs> That's my that's my take on it. <laughs> what is with you in these sound bites? Shout out, people. <laughs> so going into that, now this was I'm just pulling this out of my ass because uh, this question was not on our list. But <clears throat> let's get into some some real dirtiness. Hang on, where's I, the Lysol? Where's the Lysol? Over there on the bed. But <laughs> let's say you're in that type of situation, right? And I mean, again, we're, we're guys, so we can't say our boyfriends. But for all you ladies, shout out to all the ladies, right? Uh, but Girl power. You're, oh, that is so... Okay. Uh, <laughs> your significant other cheats on you with a brother, a sister, <laughs> um, an uncle, grandfather, your dad, you know, your best friend, someone really close to you. Right. Like... What do you like? Uh, uh, let, let me take it first, well, obviously, because that's a, the order. But to me, I feel that's the biggest betrayal. I, to me, it's like that's a no. I don't know. I'll forgive, but I don't want you either one in, in my life again. Because, you know, blood. What, what's that saying? Blood runs thicker than water. What blood the? is thicker than oh. water. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Good job. Thank you. I was close. But. It, it, it's like, I mean, that doesn't mean you can't cut off family members. That can't, that doesn't, that sure as hell doesn't mean you can't break off so-called friendships when at the end of the day, it's like, no, you're, you're not my friend because you went behind my back and you went behind my girl's back and, and you did the ugly, you know, like you don't do shit like that. Uh, at least to me, again, as a good Christian, forgive, but fuck you and fuck that asshole. Jeez, uh, Christ. Hey, he's oh, a no. censor on that thing. Uh, we don't. <laughs> that, that's isn't that what kind of led into the problem? I, <laughs> oh boy! I mean, she's into ain't. 
Jesus, 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 Jesus. Anyways, no, literally, I'm talking about my call of Jesus. As, talk as we were saying. Um, I I think it. I think that depends. Fuck you, Ian. Because <laughs> I've seen situations where that happens, and sometimes this might sound cliche, but time heals all wounds. Oh. And sometimes it doesn't. You know, and that's why I say it depends. You know, it's it's neither here nor there. At least that's my take on it, Ian. Um. I got to I got to honestly be on the middle ground here and that is kind of on both where it does it depends on the person that was the people that's involved and it's like of course the connection because on Ricky's standpoint if this was like you know just like I'm talking long-term friend I've talked to you about like you know good bad fugly and just plain unusual or even if it's family and then you know I just walk in one day and then it's you that's supposed to be, you know, my girlfriend, wife or like whatever, like, you know, whatever. And you're with that person. It's like that probably would be on the grounds of I I mean, I can still have love for you because we're family. I can't get rid of you. And then I can even still have love for you as like a distant friend. But that doesn't mean I will associate myself around you anymore. That doesn't mean I'll like, you know, associate anything about my personal life with you anymore. And uh, it definitely doesn't mean that I honestly want to, you know, create a stronger connection other than just being at level one of just family and friends with you anymore. Because, I mean, you broke that. But at the same time, again, it could be, you know, time heals all wounds. Of course, then the question then goes, do you give yourself enough time to heal those wounds? Because some people's definition of, you know, time will heal all wounds. They're sitting around waiting for a text message or a call. And then, you know, they instantly, you know, I guess just get angry with their partner. But then for some odd reason in the conversation, their partner turns the script around. And now, you know, you've just forgiven them for everything. And it's like nothing got healed. It was just out of a matter of I didn't want to be by myself. I don't want to be alone. And rather than honestly take the hard route, which is just going at it by yourself, being alone, but at least healing, you, you know, sometimes go for the quicker route of just, I don't want to be alone. I just need somebody. So even if it's just like, it was, you know, you cheated on me, but I'm going to say it was my fault. Please don't leave me. And then you put yourself in a position of desperation. That's when things go south. So uh, it's a lot of factors to consider here. That's, that's what I'm just trying to get at. Oh, people did not like that answer. My goodness. Richie. All right, calm down, everybody. All right, so <clears throat> moving away from all that ugliness. Um, actually, well, not that ugly, I guess. Uh, less ugly. So going to the next question. Moving away from all that cheating shit. Would you... Do you think it's a good idea to get into a relationship when you know that the, you got some some few things that you still need to work on personally. All right, let's start with me. Um, well, who else? I mean, we are going in order, so I mean, <laughs> go ahead, go first. God damn it, it's low. That's what you get. Just don't be trying to boo me. Um. Hey, <laughs> shut up. Revenge, bitch. Oh boy. Yeah, get him off my stage, goddamn. All right. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. All right. 
But to me, it's uh, I've heard that a lot, and people have always told me that to a certain degree that I agree. But then it's like, at one point, do you say I'm I'm good? You know, because no matter how much we grow, no matter how much we mature, no matter how much we go through or we experience, we are never gonna be a hundred percent. You know, fulfilled, driven. You know, we we know each other. We're in touch with each other. All that good stuff, right? So to me, it is kind of you. I mean, you get into a relationship, and you're gonna learn together, right? Um, I think that's that's the good part. Now, if you're bringing that extra baggage with you, whether it's you're now over your eggs, you got some insecurities, you, you jealousy issues, controlling issues, uh, anger issues. For, uh, commitment issues. Yes, I know I'm describing my Tinder uh, bio, but oh you know it's like Jeez. then at that point it is kind of like okay then then if you know you're gonna affect the other person in any type of way then it is best for you to kind of <clears throat> take a step back, be like hey you know what hey I like you shorty and everything but you know we could do this another time you know what I'm saying keep keep, keep me posted you know and whenever I'm ready I'm gonna slide through and be like hey what's up you know come through and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're I'm, gonna swipe to the right or left? I'm gonna swipe up. I'm gonna swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I think for me, I had a I had a situation where it was like that, where I personally just didn't feel uh, fulfilled in my life, right? And it's like I knew that our paths would end up like not joining together, right? But maybe splitting apart at some point. Mm. I had that feeling, and it was like. I, you know, could really, like, I need to think about this. I took at least two weeks to think about it. And I knew, like, you know, I, I, I have to end it, you know? Like, it's not just for my sake, but it's for this person's sake, too. Because it's like, if I'm not, like, feeling, like, at least, not 100, right? But at least 85% okay, right? And it's like, why would I continue this relationship you know, knowing the possibility that me not feeling at least okay would, like, hurt the person. And so, you know, I decided to, you know, cut things off, you know. And now it's like learning that, you know, I figured out ways to kind of, you know, deal with all the things that I didn't feel prepared for, right. And as you said, you know, no one is 100% ever. Like, we are all still growing. We are all still works in progress. And that's something that I'm still learning, you know, to be is a work in progress. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's my take on things. You? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, again, above all else, one thing we can all agree, there is no such thing as a perfect relationship. <clears throat> there is no such thing as a perfect couple. Like, regardless of how many, you know, pictures you see on somebody's thread or on their feed or even what, you know, the gossip around, you know, groups can be the fact remains there's no such thing as the perfect couple there's always flaws but uh i want one of the things i've uh kind of noticed while just kind of observing you know relationships is uh significantly with some friends of mine one of the risks that uh, i've seen is when you have a particular party member in that relationship that does have a significant amount of baggage and Rather than, you know, them trying to even attempt to try to work through whatever it is that that baggage uh, baggage contains, they do sometimes jump into the relationship with the assumption and expectancy that 
my mate is going to be able to deal with this with me. And the problem with that is, you know, some of this baggage could have existed before you even got together with your mate. So expecting them to honestly, I guess, work through baggage that's on you that existed, you know, pre them. Mm. That's not going to that's not really going to work out too well. That's, if anything, that's going to put more stress both on them. And then it's only going to stress you out more when they don't give you the answers that you're like, you're, you know, assuming that they will have where, you know, it's just I mean, there's some uh, females in respects. They get into relationships with guys because it's a trace issue of, you know, my father. I have an issue, you know, I like there's like issues with my dad, a dad issue. And they feel this man that I meet, if I, you know, attach myself with them, they'll feel the void of my father. But that's not that's not your partner, sweetheart. It's just it's like your boyfriend or your husband. They have to love you at that level of being boyfriend or husband. They are not supposed to be your father and they're not supposed to be your replacement for, you know, your father and whatever the reasons of his, you know, doing what he did, abandoning or even, I guess, you know, breaking trust, whether it goes into real other situations that we're not going to talk about. But it's just even if it's like, you know, serious stuff like that, you know, expecting your boyfriend or husband to be that, well, what my father wasn't, you have to be. That puts a lot of pressure on a man because it's just like these are issues that I wasn't around for. The, like I, did, I wasn't around when he inflicted this pain on you. How can I solve that? I can't interfere with that. What am I supposed to do? So, I mean, again, there's no such thing as a perfect couple. I do believe that we all are kind of, you know, to the extent broken pieces, more like some more than others, but everybody broken nonetheless. And we still try to get together and we still try to work things out. But my message is for having the expectancy that, you know, my partner is going to complete me just like totally and complete me and fill all the gaps and uh, wounds that life has afflicted me. You're moving in error. Like, baby, you're moving in error. I got to be honest with you, because that's not the reason you get into a relationship. They're not supposed to fill those gaps. If anything, they're supposed to help you walk through those like, you know, wounds and through those pains and you get stronger as you do them. And y'all be a better, I guess, stronger couple, like, as a whole, you know? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's our <laughs> It's just true. You know yeah, why I, I don't like you saying. I, I don't make me tell you. I don't have to explain. Shout out to one of our listeners. She knows who we're talking about. Anyway. Um, so, for the next question. <clears throat> At what point does jealousy become a problem? I guess it's a two-parter, so we can answer both parts. Let's first start with the first part, which is, is jealousy, in your opinion, okay? And then, well, I obviously answer the second part. Uh, so let me, like always, lead by example. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something? I want to talk. I want. I want to tell a story about how, to me, I think a little bit of jealousy is good not i wouldn't say healthy but i think it's just for the fun of it you know just to oh look she she gets jealous i've been uh i've been on both sides where the female also tries to make me jealous and it gets kind of annoying because it's like i am again transparent as hell 
I am a very jealous person. That's true. And I, I'm, I'm sorry. Have we dated? <laughs> no, but all right then. <laughs> but to me, it's like um, I, I'm a jealous person. Not I, I used to be worse, right? I've worked through some few things, but there's still a little bit of part of me. I think now it's a little bit, you know, normal. I guess uh, uh, to the extent of my jealousy. Where it's like, you know, oh, you know, she, a, a guy said that she was blah, blah, blah. Or a guy walked up to her and, you know, oh, hey, you know, you, you're cute or whatever. It, it, to that point, it does, you know, or if she giggles or whatever. It depends on the female response. Because I've always been that type of guy. If a, if a guy hits on my girl and my girl ignores him, I'm okay with that. But if my girl's like, <laughs> oh, you know, some shit like that, then, you know, at, at that point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can we get a sound bite of that? <laughs> when we start our YouTube channel. Oh, but God. I think uh, at what point does it become an issue? Mm. I'm going gonna, gonna to use myself as a perfect example. Um, because this is what not to do if you're the male, men, ma- 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 male side. Men. And also to the females. You know, because again, I've been on that, that, that's, that part. Um I play that where it's like because I would see the the female kind of you know kind of let me go very far with the jealousy you know and it, it, it I guess it would kind of greenlight me you know I was like okay no it's fine you know it, it, like I could be more jealous you know and I will keep going with it and and the problem is. The minute that you say, or at least you're like, oh, well, you know, they blew up in my face about this, this, or this, or this. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of like you're justifying it. You're, you're validating this action. And, I mean, in all honesty, it's like, how dare you let me go that far? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this show is going great. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just oh, no. Uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just all right, all right. Calm down, people. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. okay. I think, but to be completely honest, I mean, I was joking around, but at the same time, I was being serious. Um, it is kind of like when it starts becoming like, oh, you can't talk to guys. I, I, I guess where it becomes. You're trying to control the other person. That's where the jealousy starts, you know, or for any little thing you want to start an argument. And I'm talking about on both sides because the person who's, you know, who's uh, on the other side, but also the person that's getting jealous. You know, you all because, again, I've been there. I've been that very over, you know, uh, over jealous person, that over controlling person. And, you know, I, I people tend to also see it just from one point of view. Of the other person that you know is going through, and yes, they you know they're they are going through a lot of shit. But it's also the person that's being over jealous, that's being over controlling. You don't see the suffering that goes through it because I I use myself as an example. When I used to try to control people, when I try to be you know over jealous and whatever, it was a constant storm, like constantly. Oh my god, well, who's she talking to? Oh my god, what did it do? And again, yes. Sometimes it was because what certain uh, things that they would do, but all most of the time it was the insecurity going on inside of me, which again ties back to um, to to the the question before this, 
you know, um, but I, I, when it does start becoming that, where it's like you guys spend more time arguing or having to go over minute by minute everything you did or everyone you talked to or, and, and, you know, pull up all the receipts of everything you guys talked about and answer all these questions. It's like when it when it starts becoming, you know, you're on probation or interrogation. I think that is where jealousy, it, you got to put a stop to it. You know, Jesus, I'm not playing the violin on you, so. I know. Get your own props. Oh, my. Okay, okay, okay. I think to add on to what he said, it's also on an emotional level. Like, if the person tells you that you're making them feel bad for, like, I guess, like, let's say the slightest thing, right? It could be banter with a friend, right? Just back and forth, right? And if they let you know, like, physically, like, hey, I'm really, like, feeling bad, you know? Because it's like, you know, you decided to be like this, you know? I, I think that that's where, like, also a problem comes in, you know? And uh, I think it's it's up to you at that point, you know, to not put them, as you said, on interrogation or probation, right? Because it's like, if they're going to have these banters, right, with, like, their friends, and it's like, you should be able to trust them, you know? Because that's the bottom line of, like, a relationship is trust, right? And so, you know, that, that that's just my take on it. You, Ian? Well, <clears throat> the answer part one, like, is jealousy, you know, just a bad thing? My answer to you guys is no. Like, I mean, think back to when we all were kids. I mean, I know specifically one thing I could remember back in, uh, you know, kindergarten, preschool, you always had one kid playing with some kind of toy or whatever. <laughs> and then they stop playing with it. The moment they see another child come across and then start even even come near it, they just throw this really big fit. And they weren't even thinking about it. They weren't. They already played with it. They weren't thinking about it. But it was just the fact that someone else has it and they don't. That is like just level one jealousy. Ah, yeah, that's how me and Jesus first met. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? But, you know, I got to be honest about it. I don't think, you know, like jealousy is a natural thing. I mean, hell, Nick Jonas made a song about it. It's like, you know, oh, boy. <laughs> jealousy is like it's natural they like there's no getting around it we all at some point have been jealous over someone over something you know fill in the blanks where i think we do go wrong is when it is left unchecked because yeah when jealousy gets out of control and it's like you know get let it's let loose and it begins to run wild that's when things go wrong. Like you guys said, when you're constantly uh, putting your partner that you're supposedly verbally saying that you trust, but, you know, who you talking to, where you've been, you know, how many steps did you take today? It usually takes you, you know, like three minutes to get to my house, and yet it took you four minutes. Where was the extra two? Like, it's, it, it's insane when it has to get to levels like that. And unfortunately, in a ro- romantic relationships, it kind of is kind of present for a lot of people because we do live, we live in a very kind of um, hedonistic world and yeah, to define uh, hedonism, basically just do whatever, be whatever, just anything you want happens. That's kind of uh, like hedonism, hedonism. And, <laughs> and the problem with that is because when people are trying to pursue romantic relationships in a world that basically kind of just suggests 
you know, sleep with whoever, date whoever, love whoever you want to. It would probably make the person that already has insecurity kind of as a back burner issue. It would make them flare up constantly, like many, many times. And so uh, I guess for me, it's just you need to be honest about it. You need to be honest with yourself about it, that, you know, you are jealous. There's nothing wrong with that. What's up, y'all? Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Please stay tuned for the second part and hope you guys enjoy it and hope you guys will listen to our second part.